Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Sandwich between two pies. Back of the Packers, Windelich. Quick handball to Hocking. Back to Lovett Murray. He goes short. It's a mark. To strap in and get ready. The leaders in AFL Supercoach are incoming. Helping you win your leagues and climb up the rankings. You're now listening to the Insight AFL Show with your hosts, Big Horse, Skitty, and Herbie. Hello and welcome to the AFL show. I'm your host, Supercoach Big Horse, and I'm here with Filthy IFS to run you through this year's Supercoach midfielders and which one you want to consider for your 2024 AFL side. Skitty, after last night's fuck up, we're on, mate. Oh, mate, thank God we're on for tonight because, geez, were we in panic oh. last night. My God, we're sitting here, us two, we're not the most technically um, technical, Gifted. technologically. Yeah gifted people and we were fucking struggling last night but we're here tonight we've got our froffies we've got our uh, four and ones happy days we're back we're ready to go so mm-hmm. it's good to see and how are you doing the big oars yeah going all right mate just loving the fact that we can get on and talk footy again this week so for the viewers at home we are going to get on every thursday night i know tonight is friday night it's a start of your weekend you should have a stubby at ham's Stubby at home, sorry. Maybe a ham if you like ham as well. Sitting on the couch. There's a T20 on tonight, Australia and West Indies, but tune into this. This is the good shit here. Mm. We're going to give you what you need for this year's AFL Supercoach midfield. But if you haven't yet, please hit like and subscribe down the bottom left. And even better, jump in our Discord. Insight Unlimited is live and for less than 50 cents a week. I know I bring it up a lot, but it's a Zinger box, upsized, with an extra burger, and you've got us for the year. How good is that? You'll get insights to our trades, our captains, exclusive premium question and answer content for every round of Supercoach and a few other cool perks that are thrown in as well. Entry to our Discord, of course, will always be free if you just wanted to jump in and talk Supercoach amongst the community. Our $25, $50 and $100 cash leagues are now up and running also and they are quickly filling fast. So if you're interested, comment below or send us a DM on X and we'll get you sorted straight away. Something else we'll bring up. We've got it just here on the sign or on the YouTube here for those of you at home. NRL, AFL, BBL, oh, every sport under the sun, isn't it? AFL, NBA, G does a good job with the NBA stuff too. 
But more importantly, for AFL Supercoach, our unlimited code is 913351. I do repeat that, 913351. It is free to join and you win free shit. If you get the top score each week, you win an $80 prize back. Thanks to the guys at the standard squeeze who have been with us right from the start. But also, if you get the top score at the end of the year, you win a Supercoach ring. Thanks to the guys at Supercoach Rings. So cost you nothing and you could load up on prizes and other cool shit. How good's that? Mate, absolutely fantastic. It's a no-brainer. You know, costs nothing. You get straight in there. That ring's going to look nice on my finger. So whoever wants to come and take it off me, feel free. But I'm not going yep. down without a fight. That is for certain. Absolutely. And we've got the uh, the Super Coach World Cup as well at the moment, which has just been released by the guys here at Insight Fantasy Sports. So it is a accumulation of NRL, AFL, NBL, and BBL. You will get a percentage score out of your four sports. And if you happen to be the top scorer in all four sports put together, you win some pretty cool stuff as well and a fair bit of coin. So mm. 10 bucks to join. Hit us up on X if you're interested. But my God, easiest money you'll make for a $10 investment for that one. Now, we're going to get stuck straight into it because there is a shit ton of mids that we've got to get through. Mm-hmm. Isn't there, mate? Oh, bloody oath there is, mate. And it's just uh, like, yeah, so, so many. But also, too, this is one of the most important positions. We know this oh, is where most of the cash comes from, aside from maybe like, you know, the Timmy English or the Maxi Gorns, those kind of specs. But this is... Uh, where we make most of our cash, where we get most of our points from. Um, just shout out to a couple of blokes in the chat as well, Global and Josh Strange. He already reckons he's winning the Supercoach World Cup. Um, I love the, I love how you're thinking already, mate, but I'm knocking you off, so don't worry about that. Got pizza on the way, you lucky, lucky man. Oh, I had to stick with a spag bowl tonight. And for us Italian people, that sounds like heaven sometimes, but not when you have it three million times in your life. So anyway... Give me a pizza any day of the week. What we're going to do is we're going to start off with our premium. So our premiums, what we're going to count as premium is anything over uh, 520K. And our premiums are brought to you by our sponsors at the Standard Squeeze who have been with us since day one. They are helping you drink responsibly and conveniently. You can go on the website, thestandardsqueeze.com, and use the code INSIGHT15 to get yourself 15% off everything in store. How bloody good is that? Nah. Nope. No whistling. Oh, sorry. No whistling. Free kick. How fucking stupid is that rule? Mate, you got to be shitting me. When do you ever hear whistling on the bench? Like, come on, AFL. Like, no whistling on the bench. I've heard it all now, mate. It's it's outrageous. Um, What other shit rule changes have they brought in this year to try and fuck up the game? Uh, Well... I uh, look. I like the one of the ruck. You know, you can use a bit more hands in the ruck as long as you're going for the ball like that. There shouldn't be any free kicks in the ruck anyway. First no. of all, but no. What? But seriously, the one that pisses me off more than anything. The, now that they can give out free kicks when you do a chase down tackle if you drive them too hard into the ground, that's like one of the best things about sports. Like, imagine mm-hmm. when Tim did that great rundown tackle on Dusty, and. They're just like, oh, no, actually, sorry, no, Dusty's free kick. He put him into the ground a little bit too hard. Get absolutely fucked. But, oh, well, enough of that. I'm going to get angry about it during the year. So you That's right. Way too often. Um, I can, Actually, I can't wait for that first whistle free kick to go off, Mick. Everyone's going to oh, stand there. That's, I reckon that's going to be one of those rule changes that gets changed within two or three games because you just oh. hear everyone in the crowd just whistling at the yeah. top of their lungs. <laughs> Just absolutely taking the PI double five out of that. Oh, Stupid. Mate, How ridiculous. is whistling affecting the game the way it's played? 
Come on. Anyway, Bloody let's let's up. dig in, mate. You want to start Bloody with eight. the the Ferrari himself, Ooh. Marcus no, Bontempelli. Talk Ooh, to me about him, mate. Big fella himself. What number one last year? Absolute superstar. And there's a reason why he's got this seven two four k price tag. He was the bee's knees last year. He had an average of one hundred and twenty nine point seven. That's right. I'll say it again. One hundred and twenty nine point seven was outrageous. And this was even no no free kick. Um, that was even with a bit of forward time as well. Mm-hmm. He was just absolutely sensational, especially um, one eighty two against Frio, which was just unbelievable um mm-hmm. he's also too his first three games that he's got this season he mm-hmm. had massive games against them all last season too so um i think that you know I, i'm not sure about how everyone's feeling i know it's a massive price but shit can you really go past how good this no. guy was but also no. too mickey he was robbed he was robbed he should have been the Brownlow medalist in our competition last year. Don't know how Lockie Neal won, won it, but we'll get to him later on. Um, as we see there, round three, score of 89, his lowest score for the year, which if you're talking about a primo in 90s, his bottom out score, then you'd be pretty happy. After round three, he was averaging 107 and then peaked at, what, almost 130 for the year. So he averaged about 133 from round three onwards. So for those of you that are watching at home, we've had a few comments to say, can you please show us who you're going to put in your side? Well, mm-hmm. I'll do it pretty plainly and simply for you here. There is Bontempelli, and once we fill up the team, there'll be a VC or C on him. One of the mm-hmm. safe, safest options in Supercoach is having a little bit of a flutter around the Bontempelli man himself. Yep. So mm-hmm. let's move on. Clayton Oliver, do you want to mm-hmm. talk much about him or...? I mean, shit, he's, what, 674K. We know how good Clary is, and we know how much of the ball that this man can get. Like, you know, mm-hmm. any single time you're doing your multi-Clary for 30 disposals was a pretty safe bet. Um, also started to kick goals, but I don't know, this off-season drama shit, it's really yeah. starting to worry me. I don't know how, like, in favour he is with the Ds. I know he's that good, but at 674, I think I might move elsewhere. Even though, um, mate, oh, yeah, no. I, I just don't think I can do it to myself this year. No, nah, I'm fading. I'm with you, mate. Mm. We see there he finished the year with 128, 84, and 102 after being out for several, several weeks. What was it, 10 weeks? Mm. Yep, which is pretty coincidental with a, a strike suspension. But make of that what you will. Prior to that, when he was playing, he was playing quite well. Again, like Bontempelli, uh, one mm. score under 100. But... At an inflated price of 670k, I'm stealing Will Clear, especially given that he hasn't trained with the main group yet. He is doing running, yes. He is doing a bulk of the fitness work. But until you get that continuity with your mates around the pill, until you get that uh, mat simulation, touch, feel, it's one thing to be the fittest bloke in the world, but you've got to get your hands on the footy to get yourself mm. acclimatised to AFL footy. So for me, it's a big no from me, dog. Until mm. he proves to his teammates that he's worthwhile, and he proves to the AFL community that, hey, I'm doing the right thing here because I reckon there, there could be, what, more strikes on the way? Oh, well, I don't think he's got many strikes left, mind you. But, you know, one or two more indiscretions and it could be bye-bye career. So hopefully for his sake, he wakes up sooner rather than later when we're talking about maturity. Mm-hmm. But we're not here to talk maturity because it is super coach. So let's talk <laughs> about a European man himself, Christian Petraka. Ah, the pasta himself. Yeah. Ah, have you seen have you seen the man in his cooking? What a man. Oh mate, he's he's elite. 
Elite yeah. cooking. So when, when we're talking Christian Petraka, 667K, an average of 119.5 last year, became one of the major primos last year uh, without Clary around the ball as well. Uh, he got up to 661K last year before finishing at 616. Does Clary's health restrict him and his ability to score big? I'll answer that before you get into it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Tell me yep, why. No, I- I absolutely agree. Like we can see uh, that track had some absolute massive games last year, 167 mm-hmm. against North, but that was against North. Clary also had a massive game that game as well. But then track really didn't go under 120s or he was around the mark for the majority of the time when Clary wasn't in the team. Right. Um, we saw a couple of 90s um, at the start of the year when Clary was in. Um, was that because he was just getting used to it? But I, I think that without Clary in the team, you can really – when, sorry, with Clary in the team, we see we can see track go mm-hmm. forward more. Um, and if he's not kicking goals and he's not putting up these massive scores that he would when he's in the uh, the guts at all the time. So, um, yeah, mm-hmm. it's – I don't know. For me, I think I may stay clear of track as well. But also, too, that's a good thing about Supercoach. I may not take him straight away, but yep. I can then uh, bring him in, in later if need be. Yep. Um, for those of you at home that if you think we're rushing through it too quickly and you want to DM us and talk to us about specific players, we have got about 35 players that we want to get through. We've mm-hmm. done some pretty in-depth notes. So if you want to know more, feel free to hit us up on our DMs or drop in the comments mm-hmm. that we'll we'll address at the end. We'd yeah. love to talk footy all night, but we're aware that if you're like us, you've got the attention span of yeah. about an hour, an hour and a bit. So yep. we don't want to burn that too much. Uh, Christian Petraka, though, the last time he played against the Western Bulldogs, the Hawks and Port Adelaide, which is who he's got in the first three games, score of 97, 148, and 103. So he's got potential to go large against Hawthorne, but I don't know. Connor Nash seems to do a pretty good job mm. against the opposition elite midfielder now. He sort of came into his own the back end of last year. The likes of John Newcomb at Hawthorne uh, with Oliver being back. I think there's potential that he drops 60 to 70K. And once mm. he does get underneath that 600K mark, that's juicy material yeah. right there. Love to let's move that. on. Mate. Let's let's talk about the ball pig, super coach pig himself from the state of South Australia, Rory Laird. Oh my god, Rory Laird. Jesus. Okay, my bad. I was looking at uh I was looking at someone else. Um sweet, yeah. Six <laughs> 653.1k for Rory Laird. He look, mate, we all know we can do with it. The ball's on a string with this man when he's got, yeah. when he's got the ball around the guts. Absolutely sensational. Uh, he had an average of 116.9 last year, finished seventh overall. Um, really strong uh, middle of the season as well for Rory Laird. Um, I don't know. The the emergence of uh, Dawson kind of made him go a little bit back foot and people mm-hmm. started to watch him out a little bit more. Um, he also doesn't play uh, very well against the first three games that he's had that he has next mm-hmm. year against the Suns, Geelong, Frio. Um, mm-hmm. He's only just cracked a hundred against Geelong. So that worries me a little bit. Uh, he also started the year last year with a 50 against GWS, but then started bringing in some big numbers um, through the middle stages of the year yeah. and um, buy round as well. So for me, look, I know what he can do. I know what he's all about, but I, I just don't think at that price I'm, I'm having a crack yeah. at lead. No, you've nailed it. I think he drops in price, and I think he's he's obtainable once he does yes. enter that under 600K Agreed. mark. 
not much more for me to go into there. Um, do you want to talk about Zach Merritt or do you want me you, to? Uh, mate, look, when I'm when we're talking about Zach Merritt, we may as well call him Viagra because of what he does to you. So I'm going to handball this one over to you. Much huh. like he's, he's, uh, his counterpart in the Essendon midfield, I'm just going to handball it straight to you and do fuck all else. Yeah, well, the king of... Yeah, oh, he's actually a lot better than Parrish because Parrish does fuck all with the ball, but this guy actually uses it pretty well. I'll take so, I'll be Parrish and you um, can be Merritt. And we're, we're talk- yeah, we're talking yeah. about a guy that at the end of last year, what do you average? We're going through there, 113 to finish the year. Mm-hmm. Pretty, no, sorry, 116, 116 to finish the year last year. Um, he's known as being a slow starter in the Supercoach world and last year he had one of his better Supercoach years and as we can see here in his first few rounds, 92, 88, 91, 95, um, threw out a 69 when Essendon got absolutely demolished by Geelong down at GMS Stadium. Mm-hmm. But, I, yeah, I'm just not about him early. Like, I, I, I love the bloke. I think he's doing good things at the Essendon Footy Club, but it's a no from me. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not going to talk about Nick Dacos because we brought him up in a Defenders pod. But for those of you who missed that, please go back and watch a Defender pod. What I will say, though, is that he needs to average north of 130 to keep his price. He plays against Hawthorne, who they've been known to tag him extremely well. They have an early buy. I Mm -hmm. am fading him to start with. Yep, I'm right there with you as well, mate. Let's talk about the man with the best tattoos in the world, Tommy Liberatore. Jeez, ultra consistent last year, wasn't he? He just seemed Mm. like every single week you just look at it and you go, Oh shit, Libba's got me another 140. Where the hell did that come from? And you're just yeah. absolutely stoked. He did have a couple of shitters, but that's all right. It, you know, it was really brought down as well by that 20 where he got yeah. subbed off got uh, against Hawthorne. Yeah. Mm. Um, so that obviously brought it down a little bit, but he did average 116 and he was just absolutely elite. Like out of all the Bulldogs midfielders, right? We can say Bond's going to move around to the forward line a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, McRae can move a little bit of forward, Trelaw, all this. The only person that is 100% has to stay in there is Libba because he yeah. is the in and under bull that they need so badly. And it, it shows. And, um, mate, 116 or whatever it was, that can, I think that could be about right for this season. Mm-hmm. And if you get um, super coach points for great tattoos, which they should, Libba will get heaps more. Yeah, and if it was down to super coach points for tattoos, I would score a big fat zero just like my footballing ability. <laughs> Still owned in only 4% of teams. We're moving on. Yeah. The other bloke that likes to kick the ball over in Adelaide, Jordan Dawson. Ooh, so he really sense. sprung on the scene last year, didn't he? After he's Well, he's been mm-hmm. in Adelaide for a couple of years now, but um, uses the ball a lot by foot, which super coach people love. Um, spewing that he's lost defender DPP, had an average of just – shy of 116 and a high of 173. But is it enough to be one of the best mid-only primos? Yes or no, Skitty? What are you what are you going to give me? Oh, I I don't think so. As much as I really like Jordan Dawson and his game, I mm-hmm. just don't think that – if he was a defender, he'd be the first bloke in my, t- in my team. No worries. No ifs, ands, or buts. Yep. Easy to have him in there. But just having yeah. a mid, I feel like there's too much competition and there's yeah, there is. a couple of other avenues that I'd rather take. For sure, mate. So when we're talking about once Matty Crouch came into the side the back end of the year, the last four games, uh, he scored 89-1-1-1-1-1-1 again and 118. So when you're talking about someone that's north of, what, 650K, 
Mm. And you've got Matt Crouch, who's a pig with the ball. As mm. What I mean by pig is he gets his hands on the ball a lot, for those of you that think I'm being derogatory in any way, shape, or form. And then you've got Rory Laird, who's the same. He loves getting his hands on the pill, the cheap kicks, the handballs, all that sort of jazz. I, I think it's going to kill him. And I think we could, if you're looking at bringing him in, I think he's going to lose near on 100K. I, I really do. I think Adelaide are going to be a lot better this year and they're not going to be as heavily, heavily reliant on him as what they have been in the last couple of years. Uh, they've got that, what's his name, Burgess? The uh, yeah, Darren Curtis, Burgess, Burgess, who's he's just unbelievable when it comes to fitness training and he's yeah. done a lot with Port Adelaide and these sorts of teams, Melbourne in the past. So he was a fitness trainer at Port Adelaide when they won the flag many years ago. He was a fitness trainer at Melbourne when they won the flag. I'm not mm -hmm. saying they're going to win the flag at Adelaide, but those sorts of teams always start the year well, and it's because mm -hmm. of a collective, not because of any one or two standout players. So it's yep. the same with Roy Laird for me. It's it's a fade for me to start with, but it's also a look at Matty Crouch. Mm. We'll talk about him early. He's probably pretty discounted given that he's going to be the inside mid there and with yep. a heavy emphasis on, I think Riley Thilthorpe's going to have a good year this year and Riley O'Brien there. So you've got two not too bad a Ruckman, probably one of the better backup Ruckman in the comp. There could be plenty of chance for Matty Crouch to increase his scoring output this year. Mm -hmm. Mate, you threw out some really nice stats for me about Josh Dunkley. I mm. want you to roll with me because as soon as I saw that he lost his mid-forward mid dual position status, yep. I straight away thought, nah -uh. Can't do this, yep. but mm -hmm. you're about to potentially prove me otherwise. Now, look, Mickey Dell, you know, last year I was, I had Dunkley straight in my side and left him there that whole year. Big fan of what Dunkley can do. Let me put it to you like this I know he's 644K and I know he lost his forward and it pissed me off too, but super consistent up until round 21. Round mm -hmm. 21, they put the queue in the rack. Brizzy were already in the finals, they were pretty well cemented, didn't really need him as much. But before round 21, so what do you have? A 77, yeah. 62, 99, and 99. Yep. Yep. Before that, he was averaging 122. He was. That would put him second for midfielders this year behind Marcus Bontempelli, right? Mm -hmm. At a discount price, cheaper than Laird, cheaper than Dawson, cheaper than Merritt, cheaper than Clary, cheaper than um, Petrarca. That's that, that's some spicy meatballs right there to me, Mickey Dell. And that's, that's not too bad. I'm, I'm talking myself a little bit more into Dunkley. I know there's, you know, the fixture kind of kills that a little yeah, bit. It does yeah? They've got the two early, two uh, buys before round twelve. Yeah, that hurts me a little bit. But gee, I'll tell you, until you told me about that, I was really leaning Dunks. But I feel mm. like after that, what do, what do they have? The buy round three, I think it is. Or four? yeah, round twelve, I think it is. And twelve, yeah. yeah I think I might got, just take got two. Yeah, I think I might just take him in after that first buy and just bring okay. him straight in because and then ride it out. Oh, maybe, mate. If he yeah. if he starts off as well as I feel like he can, I know Ashcroft will be back, but he was still putting up massive scores with Ashcroft in the team. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, I reckon Dunks yeah. could actually be someone to keep, just definitely keep your eye on him. That's for certain, mate. Yeah, and still, uh, only, still only yeah, in five sorry, percent of teams as well. Um, we're going to move on. Globals uh, brought something up about this man, but Zach yep. Butters, and I'm Bring a huge, huge fan of this this kid. He is mm. as card hard as a cat's head, 636K. After a slow start in no hundreds until round five, Butters then went bloody 
Willy Wonkers, didn't he? And went nuts, <laughs> including 184 against the D's, who had a really good midfield. Had an average of 113.8. But if we're going purely off form last year, his last five games were huge. Um, we'll click into him so people that are watching on yeah. YouTube can see what sort of scoring we're talking about. Started really slowly. You know, got into the 470s at one stage there, 101, 67, 79, 89, started the year, pumped out of 146 and then dropped a couple of 90s and then went a little bit silly the back end of the year, 101, 134, Mm. 137, 139, 129, 158 to finish off with an average of 113.8. I know people are fading butters because of wines, but I've done a little bit of digging, mate, Mm -hmm. and with – the four yeah. games, yep, the four games that my man, Toot Toot, Ollie Wines, played <laughs> as a pure midfielder and not as a winger, but has averaged 130 super coach points mm. per game. Mm. So it is for this fact that he's in. You know what? And I can't disagree with that. I know they've got some good midfield options, but I still think the bulk of it will be Butters, Wines, mm-hmm. Rosé, and then they can bring in... Horn Francis, whoever else they want to bring in, uh, Willem Drew, but I feel like it's still going to be mainly Butters in there. He's too good. He's just yeah, too yeah. bloody good. Yeah. Um, it is getting a bit, you know, we're 24 minutes in and we've barely cracked the top six 600K, <laughs> so we'll, we'll race through a few more. Uh, in 25 words hey, or less, LDU, talk to me. No, no, you got to you got to give me more than 25. <laughs> All right, 125 words or less. Let's go. Fine. I'll give you, um, I'll give you one word. Eight letters, Brownlow. That's it. <laughs> wow. No, all right, fine. 365K, really, really injury-riddled season last 635. year. 635. Sorry, what did I say? 365. Well, there you go. I'm going There's well. There's a little right? bit of dyslexia running through. Yeah, mate, you get that on the big jobs these days. <laughs> um, first three games, he's got Giants, Frio, Carlton. He put up 138 against the Giants, 155 against Frio, 102 against Carlton. He was killing it at the start of the year. Injury, injury, playing back from injury, 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 injury. Last game, last few games, 134, 129, 133, 127, 126, 125. Do I need mm-hmm. to say more? Mate, he's the glue that grinds North together. Um, mm-hmm. Absolute jet. I mean, I'm, a... I'm having a swing. Having no a swing. buys early. No buys early. Ooh, could be friendly, really friendly. Mm-hmm. If he keeps it together, still only in sixteen percent of teams, so I wouldn't call it poddish ter- territory, but we're getting there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Sydney man, Errol Goulden. Oh, Errol! Errol. Let's let's find Errol in his notes. Oh, Errol! If this bloke posts another one hundred and eighty-five in the preseason, then I'll probably <laughs> have to just suck up my pride and pick him in because I faded him last year, thinking yeah. that. It was, uh, what's his name, Callum Mills's spot that he was playing in and that he was just going to yep. be replaced in round one. And didn't I look stupid? So mm. let's see the way they're going to strap in. But I think with the likes of Taylor Adams, with Jordan coming into the side, Brody Grundy, he, he did score really well last year, but there's only so many super coach points per player per game. Mm. I think Brody Grundy is going to be the pig there at Sydney, like we've seen what his super coach history is like at the SCG. So I will be fading Errol to start the year. Do you have any comments there before we move on? No, it's it's big swing or no ding um, with Errol. You know, big score, little score. But, yeah, yeah I'm, I don't want that kind of inconsistencies in my team, especially if he's off the wing. But either yeah. way, I do love Errol. But yeah. we move on. Um, move Tom on. Green. 
Tom Green. Ooh, Tom Green. Tom Green. Pretty. Yeah. What? I don't don't like his draw to start off with, but he's still in twenty one percent of teams. Um, this I guy, love the potential though. I think this guy could win a Brownlow one day. He's well, he's I, awesome. I can agree with that. Mm. He, he's uh, fantastic. I mean, and we and we saw it last year. Like um, he had an average of one hundred and eleven. Only played the 19 games, so a couple of little injury riddle games mm-hmm. halfway through there. But even those last four, 126, 129, 119, 145 in that mm-hmm. crucial game against Carton where he just absolutely took the piss. That's the kind of game where you sit there and you watch a player that needs to step up for his team and then just yeah. does it, but then he goes to the level above that. And Tom Green's yeah. got that gear in him. Yeah. Um, yeah, the draw hurts to start. I agree with you there. Buy in round three, buy in round mm. 12. Yeah, that hurts. So I think no. um, he is that good, though. But he is. Yeah, Josh Kelly there, too. Cogs, like no. they're, they're deep. So I yeah. I do like Tom Green for maybe later in the season, but not not at the start. Yeah. Um, Caleb's wrong. I like it. It was a bit of a, um, it was a, bit of a switch up last year, wasn't mm. it, with Sarong? Because. Everyone thought Brayshaw was going to be the guy, and then the man, Sarong yep. comes out and goes, "Hold my beer, I'm, I'm, I can do this as well." Average 111, yeah. 22 games played, shock and start, but then started to pick it up. A couple of 146s, um, really looked impactful, and um, especially too, like again, one of those ones when it was the the Derby or the Derby or however you want to say it. Yeah, um, he really stepped it up and put into another gear there, so. Um, I don't know. The more I think about it, though, I'm just like I, I'm not a hundred percent. And I, for a midfielder, I want to be fairly up there with my confidence of him. Oh, um, sure. but he's definitely a massive, massive <laughs> watch. Yeah, Ian saying yeah. Sarong definitely better than Brayshaw. Agree there. He can just do more with it. Um, but he's a massive watch for me. Preseason game. That's that's one of the blokes that's going to be on my watch list. Yep. Um, got Ian in the chat here. Thanks for tuning in. Sarong definitely better than Brayshaw and something that'll make you stiffer than Viagra, mate. Wardlaw will win the rising star. Uh, look, you know, when our this is why we love our commenters and subscribers and viewers because sometimes they're just fucking right. And Ian, you're just <laughs> fucking right. <laughs> yeah, right on, mate. Um, <laughs> I was going to talk to the likes of Darcy Parrish. He's in 2% of teams at the moment. Don't mind it. Don't love it. If you want to know more about the likes of Darcy Parrish, Adam Trelaw, Connor Rosie, Taranto, Noah Anderson, feel free to hit us up in our DMs. We have done a bit of research on these plays. But there is one player here that I want to bring up, and his name is Sam Walsh. Okay. So you know where I'm going with this? Yeah, I, I know where you're going. With. This he, he had an injury riddled season last year, but Go. looked great in the games he did play with multiple hundreds. Um, limited, remember, he had the back issue, started yes. off, didn't play, I think, the first year, four games, came yeah, out, fell out four tons in a row. You could tell that he was short of a run. That game against West Coast in round 19, where he scored 109, he had 109 10 minutes into the second quarter before he got hurt. That was not even half of a game. Not even half of a game. No, no. And I I really rate this bloke. I think he's a really good player. I think he's going to be a superstar in our competition for years to come. Buys in round two and round 14. The early buy hurts a little bit, but you know what? I'm willing to take a swing on this bloke. He's in. Okay. 
Okay, he's in. Overall to you. I don't like that, but that's all yeah. right. Whatever. Uh, yeah. Well, you know what? It's my team, not yours, dog. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, good point. I just want to bring back up to that West Coast game as well, right? Yeah, yeah. He had 24 disposals halfway through the second quarter when he went out. I needed him for 25 in my multi. Lost by one leg. I was pissed. So whilst so you were drunk fucked, and you were pissed. Bit of both, yeah. Yeah, yeah. why not? A little from yeah, Colombia and a little from Colombia. Yeah, Global had VC on Walsh in that game. Oh, you'd be you'd be sitting there rubbing your hands together. Here comes a nice two hundred and twenty. Oh, that, shit. that hurts. That hurts. That was actually that was one of the um, biggest piss take games you'll ever see. Actually, he yeah, it absolutely was. Absolutely killed him. Yeah, uh, Matty Rail. I'm just going to run through a couple really quickly and then move into the Price Maniacs. Matt Rail, don't mind it. Don't love it. Moving on, uh, Stephen Canilio, uh, more inconsistent than your local pizza shop. Yep, no so, forward either, so that sucks yeah. ass. Yeah, don't like that. Josh Kelly could be an underrated mid this season. Daniel Langst, the train he's coming to the station, took, took. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, I don't mind it, but I don't love it. And I'll tell Has you he been why. reading my notes? I'll tell you why, Daniel. <laughs> Has he? That's exactly I what reckon, you've said. Oh, I reckon got, he might have. We've got an intruder. Hey, <laughs> I don't like the Tuke Miller pick, and for this reason, you look at Damien Hardwick coach sides. Yep. Since when, or tell me when, they play a chip-chip game amongst any one particular midfielder, apart from if they're trying to get the ball in Dusty's hands. Mm-hmm. They just don't do it. They try and get it forward as quickly as they can. They run through the lines. They carry. They kick it long. They kick it to space and let their small forwards go to town. Yep. So for this, for this fact, I think the Stewie Jew game plan of get it in Took's hands, get it in Noel Anderson's hands as much as you can, it's gone. And I think it's going to be more fast-paced. It's going to be a lot more exciting footy for the Gold Coast. And I, I think, yeah, probably not for Took, but for other players, especially Fords at Gold Coast, there might be some sneaky value. I can definitely see that. But also, too, I, like, I also think that this is his first year implementing the game plan at Gold Coast. So there might be a couple of, like, you know, ifs and bumps. And then when they do you know, not know where they're going with it. They're going to look for the more senior role. Who's that? That's Took Miller. Took Miller is still going to be their safety blanket when they do stuff up, when they need like somewhere to go, guidance, they'll just give the ball to Took. Remember yeah. Took? Are we are we talking about Took right now or are we doing the Yeah, next? yeah, keep, talk, keep talking. Keep talking, talking about Took? All right, shit, yeah. yeah. Um, so last year, obviously, you had a bit of a uh, injury-riddled season. We all know that. Um, he only had the 13 games and had an average of 97.6. But I was going to remind you, two years before that, absolute gun. He averaged 120 and then 124 the year after that. He was third and sixth overall in those last two years. Mm-hmm. He was once at a price of 695K. Sorry, 675K. He's currently at 545. Now. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's interesting, Mick, to watch. But this is what I'm saying and why I wanted to bring up Took so badly. We have to watch the preseason game the run of the Suns and to see Mm -hmm. how they are going to actually structure. Is it going to be Hardwick's game plan that he did from Richmond or is it going to be a modified version, right? Yep. If there is a chance of Took and being able to get as much of the ball as that we know he can, that's where I'm going to pull the trigger. I'm putting Took in my team. Nice. Thanks. Nice. I get worked up sometimes, but I think I'm right. I love love the fact that we can have different – differences in opinion that we can pass yep. on to the community. So then we're not just, yeah, this is how it's going to be. This is what it's going to be like. Both yeah. of us, yeah, we've got a bit of footy background, but we can also talk to how it could be or how, like if we see something that might be a miss or something that mm-hmm. could go another way, we provide our viewers with that, you know, when we're not scared to put yeah. out that content to the community. So you'll always get the honest truth out of us, whether we agree with it together or not. So Bloody that's oath. we're not these fabricated want. bullshit podcasts. No, we that's say, right. how it is. I love it as well. Uh, We're going to get people that's going to message us and be like, well, you told me to do that, so you're a fuckwick. And Mick told me to do it like that, so he's smart. Yeah. And then Mick told me to do this. That's okay. Me, We're just going to no, be like, oh, fuck it. I'll, I'll claim the wins and disown the losses, mate. Yeah. Uh, Michael Higginson, first time having Bonds by trading from Butters. Most likely both will drop price. Probably, Yeah, probably Bont. You're right. Though it is easier to trade in Butters than Bont. Butters, injury, concussion, risk. That's why I faded him last year, and it bit me in the ass, mate. So. Mm-hmm. I'm not too sure if I want to go this way again, but there's a little bit of time left before round one. And Ian, again, Hardwick will change things up a lot, look for their backs to score. Buterick and I am 100% with you there. Uh, Josh Strange, Mick told me to buy Sam Harper. What a flop. You're right, mate. I've been looking for uh, Dylan Brown in the AFL app and I can't find him, mate. So, Oh, where is when, he? I've been waiting uh, for two know. years. Where's, where's Pappenhausen? Don't know. Oh, mate. Anyway. I got I got one more actually. Yep. One more that no, I want to bring up. Two more. Mm-hmm. Sorry, John Newcom. 549k an average 98 yes. last season. Did have a 173 against the doggies, inconsistent but liver type mid. I think he does take that next step this year and if I'm going down from Rosie, it's going to be into Newcom. I can see big things for this guy next yep. year. Paddy Cripps yep. 545k, too inconsistent for me. I apologize to all Carlton owners, but he doesn't really tip it for me. Jordan Degoe, again, inconsistent. Jack Steele's one that I do want to bring up. Here we go. Had a high score of 160 against North last year, but some poor games also. Injury early on, injury mid-year. Two years ago, let's not forget that he was the second-ranked player that averaged 126 mm-hmm. and got to 694K. Mm-hmm. You know the old saying, Jack Steele, high risk, hot bloke. Fucking oath he is, absolutely. Should we should we slap should we slap the green plus next to him? Oh mate, look, I think so too. I, I think we should. I, I like steel. I think uh, Herald, who else is going Herald to take? Got the thumbs take down. No, He's got the I'm thumbs down. Mate, Harold Son got the thumbs down. Mate, Harold Son have got some yeah. outrageous thumbs down. Yeah. In fairness, though, they they yeah, got absolutely yeah, no fucking idea right. sometimes. But yeah, that's all right. Yeah. All right, we're going to move on. Mm-hmm. So. We better, we better go to our next sponsor, hey. And it's going oh, yeah. to be Ryan from Astute Newstead. Let's see if I can get the graphic right this time. Bada bing, bada boom. There you go. <laughs> Are you wanting to buy that first home or even an investment property and don't know how? 
Are you a current owner with interest rates above 6.2%? We can guarantee that there are better options for you. Best part is that Ryan will do it for free. Reach out at ryanh at eganwealth.com on Facebook and Instagram at Hammond SHL underscore astute or 0431 Now, we're going to go through some middies in our mid-price maniacs, which are between 520K and 210K. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to touch quickly on a couple of players. We'll bring up the screen here. Uh, Mason Wood, who scored pretty well last year, but not yeah. really that interested in him. Angus Brayshaw, no, pretty much if he's playing as a sole back. Uh, Taron Thomas, mm. how far are we staying away from Taron Thomas, mate? So goddamn far away. It's outrageous. I feel sorry for what we have to go through, but yeah. no. Let's let's talk about this guy that's in 37% of teams, Sam Flanders. We've already spoken about him okay. in the mids pod because mm-hmm. I, I want to bring oh. this up again. If he's playing mid, which is from round, what, 15 onwards, this is what yep. you're going to get. 100, 119, 96, 125, 113, 85, 91, 81, 130, and 121, mm-hmm. which is fine, right? But if he's playing as a forward, He's got scores of 64, 46, 26, and 41. This is why he is such a close watch in preseason. People saying we must get him in, all this sort of jazz. I'm, mm. I'm not, not so sure. You need to see, nah. especially with a healthy tuk-tuk back, mm. Noel Anderson, Marau, Marau. Yeah, these sorts of guys that can run through the midfield. They're quite deep. Now, Bailey Humphrey, he's really handy as well. They may run Lockie Weller through there. Like yep. they've got all of a sudden an abundance of options that they can run through there. That's a lot of players to be able to give hundred plus points to per week. So it's a big watch there. I saw you smile. I'm smiling yeah. on the side. He's My right. boy, lovey, big horse is oh so dreamy. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> and here we go. Again. Could green be 20% owned as some people are trading him to Walsh in round three after Green plays North and West Coast. Very good. And it has been brought up. Mm-hmm. Do you think, I'll, I'll put it to you, Mick. Do you think that you you're willing to uh, pre-burn a trade that way? Or are you willing to go a primo and look to trade Green in after that round three buy? So I, um, I don't want to preempt trades with what I'm doing. If, if I can find a way where I'm getting, because it's best 18, when there's yep. buys, if yep. I feel comfortable with the 18 that I've got on the field that are going to be playing in their score, then yeah, I could hold green. But mm. at that primo status, you're expecting someone to score north of 120. Mm. So I'm, I, I hear people talk about trade him in, trade him out, but then I'm mm. burdened two trades. And like yep. we saw what the way the sub rule is working this year, where they're not going to release subs until an hour before the game. I don't want to be burning trades and then potentially being stuck with the zero. So it's it's a big talking point, isn't it, mate? Yeah, it is. It, like, it, it's a very, very hard one. But I I see the appeal of what everyone's saying, how they go, yeah, we'll start with Green, then trade him out to Walsh. I do like the yeah. strategy for that. Um, I'm just like, yeah, I don't know as well. I want to see how the Giants do it. But as you said, I don't know how I feel about doing one, like spacing out trades beforehand. But yeah. if I know I'm going to use one there, then at least I'm conscious of that. And I do have that exact mm. same one in the in the back of my mind as well. But I don't know. It, yeah, it's an yeah. iffy one as well. I'd rather be, mm. yeah. 
I, I don't think I'm going to do it, but I see the appeal for some people. And it's not a bad idea, in fairness. West Coast North, yeah. Did you know that if you don't trade in the first two rounds and you nail your picks right, yes. you could potentially trade twice every round for the rest of the year? Yep. And wouldn't that be bloody lovely? Didn't, mm-hmm. Do not have to worry about a thing for the rest yeah, of the year. With exactly right. Now, mm. let's move on because we all have to get to bed before midnight. Yeah. And you and I, we love chatting footy. Nick Martin, mm-hmm. do you want me to talk about him? Okay, all right, if I must. <laughs> no, you know what? I'll the, take this one. Nick Martin. No. No. Go ahead, go ahead. Hey, hang on, hang on, hang on. I just, I can't contain myself. Just hang well, on. Hey, put your desk down. Your, your, camera's, your camera's over the over the top. He's, you need to. He's in. He's in. Back <laughs> I, I'm absolutely rock hard here at 492K. All games played last year. Yeah, you only averaged just nine, um, short of 89. High of 139. We've seen all the reports out of Essendon that he's floating across halfback. He can find the ball pretty much wherever he goes. He is good to use the ball. He's got he's good by hand. He's good by foot. He can also push forward. We've seen Redmond do it in the past too, where he pushes forward and kicks those long goals. Yeah. Martin, think about it another way. Martin may not kick the goals, but he's going to get the points delivering inside 50 because Essendon are going to look to get the ball in his hands. Ridley is going to be that intercept defender. Redmond and Martin are going to be the rebounding defenders. Mackay is going to play on a big. Reed's going to play on a big. And then we'll have probably Jake Kelly down there as a tagging back. There's your six. I I don't mind it. Jake Kelly, or Kelly whatever the fuck his name is, he's super <laughs> coach irrelevant. But if he stops yeah. the, the most dominant small forward in the other team, so be it. Mackay will just be a stopper. You as a kangaroos man know he's good to stop a powerful forward but yep. he's shit-ass when it comes to using the ball. So let's yep. get the ball in Redmond's hands. Let's get the ball in Ridley's hands. Let's get the ball in Martin's hands. I think in round six, when he becomes defender mid, mm-hmm. he'll be top 10 oh, yeah. defender by year's end. Yep, I can definitely say that. And, yep, as being a kangaroo's man, the last thing you want is Ben Mackay ever kicking the ball. So he'll take the good marks. Just make sure yep. you're running behind to get the handball. That's what Martin's yep. doing. So, yep, I'm, uh, I'm all here for it yep. as well, mate. And, and then we've got Daniel here, which is a really good option too. Nick Martin will be the best yeah. way to flip to Nick Dacos after round six. And you know what, mate? He could make 100K. Dacos could drop 50, and then they're the same price. Butter bing, yep. butter boom. Thanks for coming. Now, Matt Crouch, we brought him up before, 490K. Yeah, he does still play for the Crom, for those of you watching at home. <laughs> don't don't mind him, but as we can see here, DMPs, DMPs, 35 as a sub. Back end of the year, 86, 144, 112, 122, 86, 98. At 498K, I don't mind it. I've flaunted with the idea of bringing him in, but I've had him in the past, and he's just as likely to get you 122 as what he is, 75. Why? Because handball specialist, yes, he is a contested ball beast, yep. but he has two left feet when it comes to kicking the pill. He yep. turns the ball over a lot. So it's very high risk, high reward with Crouch. Mm-hmm. For me, right now, it's a no. Yep. Mickey, nine seasons with the Crom, right? Yep. He's averaged under 90 Supercoach points two years, his first two years. All other seven, at least over 90. Okay. Pretty bloody, uh, pretty bloody good for someone that's 490K. But again, I need to see Adelaide pick him week to week. Like he mm-hmm. was out of the side last year, like yep. in the twos, not playing, and then comes no. in for the last six games and takes the piss. But That's as right. you said, turnover specialist. So 
Um, but yeah, if he's in the side, mate, it's it's a fair bloody price. Like he's gonna smash it. It's what he does. Are we gonna talk Dangerfield or we're we just gonna let him go? No, oh, mate, are you like surely we're gonna get some Geelong person in here talking shit about oh, we didn't talk about Dangerfield. We're gonna bring up Dangerfield. Oh well, go we on. brought him up and now we're All moving right. on. Yeah. <laughs> Um, there's there's some rumours getting around Callum Mills being nominated as the number one skipper, the standalone skipper there at Sydney, and therefore people believe that he may be coming back sooner. I can squash that rumour. He will not be back before round 10. That has been released in the media as of this morning, so do not get your hopes up for Callum Mills to come back. He may be a nice downgrade target come the back end of the year if you're looking for a cheapie, but do not pick him, please. Yep, agree. Another one that another one that could be in the Nick Martin boat is Carl Amon. Okay, have we got have we got notes on him? Probably not. I no, I do. He's, he's he's a bit up and down, but he did finish yeah. the year off pretty well. Skitty. I I don't know, mate. I I think I like I had him at one point. What four eighty three k? Like on the wing, he only averaged eighty six. But I know mm-hmm. he finished well. But I don't know he's a bit too up and down. I think you know. The Hawks can really go in a different flurry of ways with how much young talent they've got coming through. Yeah. And I this know he why, had yeah. yeah, he had some good games, but he also had some dog shit. So yeah. for me, nah. This is why I'm liking the Martin pick over Amon, and he's only 10K yeah. more expensive. Yes, we can see he scored 96, 113, 103, 133, and 119 playing off a halfback flank, which is awesome. And Seamus Mitchell has got a broken jaw and he's going to be out for six weeks, Will, which will um, benefit him. It will benefit Weddle. I believe Dan Brosio will get a run too, so he could come in as a cheap back. But, yeah, but the job share there between Weddle and Amon, probably too much. And Ian's just stolen the words out of my mouth. Yeah, Weddle will take points off him. There it is. I I agree with you there, Mister Ian. Are we gonna? Let's go to Willie Ashcroft. That's the guy that's coming back from the knee. Yep, the uh, second second in the Rising Star last year. That's right, second to Harry Sheasel, a deserved winner. Um, But geez, Ashcroft first year of the. in the AFL, it was a fantastic year. Mm-hmm. 84 average. He had a high of 108, uh, 48. It was mm-hmm. sensational. Um, that was against West Coast. I don't care if he beat up on inferior opposition. That's fine. I want to see him put up those big scores. He did have a couple of aura ones, a couple of ups and downs ones. It, Mate, this kid's got so much potential. He's got such good ability with the ball. Without the ball, he knows where to be. He but he's not for playing tackles. for a while, is he? No, but he's not. No, that's the main no. thing. I just wanted to hype him up a little bit. And, and he you know, came second reason. to Sheasel. Yeah. yeah, that's the real reason why I wanted to bring him up for a sec. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about him so much and then Sheasel's just better. Hey, yeah, um, I just want to say Sheasel won. <laughs> why is he in 2% of teams? That's got me stuffed. Like, yeah. He's done a knee. Ladies yeah, and gentlemen, don't pick him. What's, when's he out to? It's uh, round. It's normally about an, a year after when he's done it. So it was what yeah. round twenty. Even if, so even if you're running round, at ten months, he's not back till June. Yeah, round sixteen at mm-hmm. best, I'd say, especially for someone so young that you want to make sure that there's no future damage. That's, like that's right. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Nah. Um. Toot toot. Oh, go on, go on, go on turn it up. Go he's on, back. turn it up. Ollie Wine, so training 100% as a midfielder, they're talking about how well he is going 
at Port Adelaide at the moment. For those of you that watched the podcast last year, in our first year, I did call him my boy. He, he's from Echuca, so not far away from Central Vic here in, in Victoria. But we brought him in, what was it, round seven? When yeah, he dropped to 400, yeah. just over 400K. It was at his like, dead lowest. You, yep. That's when you said, bring the bastard in. Yeah. And sure enough, he scored better, but not to the point where we're liking the fact with him as a primo. Yes, there's reports coming out of Port Adelaide that he is looking good. He's playing predominantly as a midfielder, yada, yada, yada. He does start the year off slowly, like Zach Merritt. Do not start with him, please. In 2% of teams at the moment, if there's one thing I want you to take away from this podcast tonight, it is do not start Ollie Wines. If he does play well, you can always trade him in, but... He does start slowly and normally comes on the back end of the year. Bailey Smith in 1% of teams too, as we can see there. What? Yep. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That, let me clarify let's, let's for my co-host right here. Um, he's saying yuck to him in Supercoach this year because obviously he's not playing. He's gone down with the, AF, uh, the ACL. He is not saying Bailey Smith is yuck. By any stretch of the means, he is a hot cunt. We want to emphasize that, all right? Don't want to piss anyone off here, all right? Yep. And we're, the successfully, we're successfully dropped F-bombs and C-bombs. There we go. Hey, we're an Australian hey. podcast. I was literally calling him a mate. Hey, <laughs> yeah, it is a term of endearment here in Australia. So, yep. Elliot Yo. So, there's a fair, bit out from, yeah, fair bit coming out from West Coast. And I might yeah. use this opportunity, mate, to it's a bit drop of our hype. notes that we've got yeah. from West Coast today. Oh, lovely. So uh, there's a practice match between West Coast and West Coast, so an intra-club game for those of you playing at home and (laughs) listening on all good audio platforms. Um, I've had a couple of beers. I'm a bit giddy at the moment. This is great. Matt Flynn was dominant, absolutely dominant, and smashed Bailey Williams. So he looks almost like a lock to be the number one ruck there. Petroselli, major ball winner. Yo, best on ground. Jinby, Kelly, Duggan, all good. Clay Hall, our 117K rookie that I bought up in the podcast for people to keep an eye out for. Top six for best on in the ones. Brockman, who was mm. traded from Hawthorne to West Coast, really good again. And Tom Cole, very good. Barras and Jeremy McGovern doing their thing across half back. I'm just going to address a couple of comments here. When am I going to Bali with Dugowie? <laughs> <laughs> Never. Um, it. No, it Ken- sounds like round 13. He likes to get into yeah. the uh, the pre-buy real quick, a couple of weeks any, off. Any any thoughts yeah, on Rebecca Jibney? Oh, solid seven and a half. <laughs> and, yeah, no, can't play more than four in a row. You're absolutely right, Ian. Yeah, he has issues notes, with his body. My notes for Yo is um, hasn't played over 12 games since 2019. I'm good, yeah. thanks. That I'm all good. I'm all good. Um, and he thought talk- rubbish bins. Yeah. <laughs> who's who's rubbish bins? I'll take him out on Wednesday night. Oh. Thanks, Johnny B. This this might be uh is this one of your mates? Nah, no idea. Just nah. liked his comment. Just wanted to leave nah, no this one. Could, this could out. be one of the blokes from Bendigo. We've got a running joke down here for with uh rubbish bins. So good on him. But Lovely. don't rate rubbish. Yeah, they they've actually taken our red bin away. Like they only come and collect it what? once a fortnight now. So oh, it used to be yeah, once a week, and now yeah. it's once a fortnight. Yeah, so the same. It's that, green bin every week, and then yeah. red and yellow alternate. What? But my yellow bin is always filled up with froffies. How the fuck am I meant to fill it up with more froffies? I just got yeah. an extra bin. Anyway. It's ridiculous. Anyway, 
Take us on a tangent. You're going to cop it, ladies and gentlemen. I yeah, you're right. Thanks, Johnny. Advance. Talk to me about Jai Simkin, please. Yeah, mate. Uh, skipper of North. Um, I've, but I just feel like it's going to be uh, midfield re- uh, reduction time for him for most of the um, most of the year. We've got, like, you know, Wardlaw, Sheasel, Phillips, Powell, LDU, yeah. mate, McKercher, yeah. maybe a bit of Dersma. Mate, there's just so much going on through that North midfield. Um, I think Jai is probably going to be the one that will move to one of the flanks half back or half forward or something like that. He'll still get mid midfield time, but um, it's not like he was like massively super coach relevant anyway. So, nah, it's a no from me as much as I love the bloke. Do you, do you want to talk about Jason Horn Francis? I think it's been enough time and everyone knows how much of a mummy mama's boy he is that yeah. I feel like I'm Let, happy that I don't care about it anymore. I, I've actually got a fairly strong opinion on Horn Francis, which I wouldn't mind sharing, sharing with our viewers at home. Go on. Um, super coach. If you if you watch a game and solely watch Jason Horn Francis, I hope he's better this year. But you can tell a player's character by the way they push back in defense when they're on the ball. And this guy just jogs back, chest out, peacocking it, and I hate it. It mm. is not good. Yes, he is good in and around the pill, but once the ball gets within or outside of five to ten metres away from him, he doesn't so much as drop his head, but he just looks disinterested and just jogs on casually to the next contest. So when you're talking about super coach and your ability to win the ball and be able to get repeated efforts and contested possessions, yeah, he's good for one or two, but those repeated possessions where you could maximise your score, they're just not there yet. So if you're looking for someone that's going to break out in the 400 K area. He's at 433K. No, not until he learns work ethic. Mm. Have you got anything Mate, you'd like to add? Uh, as being someone that does, when Port Adelaide is on, I watch a bit of Horn Francis just so I can see bits to take the piss out of him of. But um, there's a lot of times as well where he will put in 100 effort to go and try and get whoever has the ball. He'll miss and then he'll just do a one-arm kind of like, ooh, and everyone will be like, piss off, and he just gives up. And you're like, why do you want to see someone that just gives up? And it happens at least twice a game. And, like, if that was, like, if that was someone from our teams, right, I'd be laying into him and just giving him shit. But obviously we know, we all know we're not allowed to talk shit because he'll start crying and then everyone says you're not allowed to boo him, you're not allowed to do this. Where's the spirit of the damn game? He, yeah. Like number one pivot, yeah. No, you know I'm what? You, you can but... you can you can boo him, but you can't whistle at him. Oh, you're right. Yeah, that's a free kick. Uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> but uh, last year he'd never got above four seventy four seventy k. So yeah, I, I mean preseason could be a bit of a watch. He obviously has a lot of uh, potential, and um, he can be a very very good player in years to come. But mm-hmm. um, he's I reckon he's Not still yet. got a fair bit of learning to do. Yeah, yep, um, got to mature but, first. Hey, just remember, Mick, 16 possessions and no impact on the game. That still gets you three Brownlow votes, so don't worry about it. He'll be fine. He'll be a Brownlow medalist within a couple of years. Mate, I've had 16 wicked wings and been cold a lot worse. So <laughs> anyway, um, we've got, we've got five more that I'm going to touch on. Georgie Wardlaw, he's already been touted as this year's uh, rising star. Looks really good. He's bigger. He's fitter at 365K. It is a close watch in the preseason because if he plays oh, yeah. as that inside midfielder at North, he has the ability to put up early on Clayton Oliver numbers. Oh, yeah. I'm Absolutely. not saying 120, 125s, but he could average 100, 105. Oh, yeah. And and we've seen 
mean, like we've seen the potential of this bloke up cl- like up close. We've seen mm-hmm. just go back and watch the efforts and the extra efforts and the third efforts that he put in against Essendon. Yes. Just hundred percent, like hundred percent. You you see where this guy can get it from. Um, there's also now more reports that. Um, Oh, wait, we're doing him later, but who cares? Colton McKercher is absolutely smashing it at North's training and he may get midfield time. So big watch for Wardlaw uh, pre-season games and we can, um, we'll take it from there, but Wardlaw well, could be an absolute gem. Yeah, you've wrecked it now. I've had to put him in, so. Sorry. He's in. That's all right. Mate, he, mate, uh, mate everyone's got him in. He's a yeah, six, see, Only 63% <laughs> of people have got him, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah should, it should be, be in a lot more teams because he will score really well. Paddy the other Dow, teams have Ashcroft in them. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Paddy Dow, 307K. I think when this guy gets his body right that he will score well yep. at the Sainers, but not until such time as that he is over his injury. Matthew Johnson at Fremantle, 54 and 18 games last year. He averaged, cracked the ton against the Tigs and the Dons last year. I don't think that improves for him too much this year, given that Fife is going to be playing solely as a mid. Oh, yep. no, five. Let's talk about him now. Okay, let's talk about 50. Are we going to do this to ourselves again? <laughs> Average 50 in nine games and a lot of time being the sub and injured. Two-time Brownlow medalist and somewhat healthy because he's, like, if he's back to near his best, he was averaging 120 for, what, nine years there? Or he's north, yeah. of, a, north of 100 for uh, 10 years in a row there. Small price, big mm-hmm. reward. Mate, I was fading him early on, but now that I've heard that, he is playing as a pure mid. They're not going to use him as that burst out of the square. We know he's had injuries with his shoulders before. So when you've got injuries with your shoulders, the last thing you want to be doing is throwing your hands over your head, trying to take grabs with all that force from the defenders coming behind you. Yeah. I think the midfield's the best spot for him. And I, he's in. He's in for me. He's not in my midfield. He's going to be in my forward line. But, yeah. Yeah. And, yep. and I, for, yeah. Go on. No, no. Go, go, go. You go. I was going to say, I heard a, I heard a story out of Freo in one of the, I think it was either a training session or a Pracky Mac or a Scratch Mac or something like that. And one of the Freo boys um, went in shoulder first against Fifey and they both collided shoulder to shoulder and Fifey just stood there, got up and went on to the next contest. And I just oh, went, beautiful. holy shit. That last time, the last two, two, two times that's happened, Fifey was down and his shoulder was out of place and he missed yep. five weeks. That's that's music to my ears, and I have Fifey in in mind, mate. There's I'm 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 riding it. I'm riding Fifey again. Yeah. Um, Angus Sheldrick too. I just want to bring him mm. up quickly. 61, mm. 91, 90, and then fifty three. He's priced at a three hundred ish price bracket, but yeah, not for me. Thanks for commenting, Mark. Good to see you in the chat, mate. Ian harms better than Fife. No. But nah. we'll make your coin. And I, it, Harms is going to play inside mid and he's going to play forward. We saw he kicked four goals in a practice match last week. I still think he's a pick in your forward line as well. Mate, we're going to move on to oh, our rookies and cheapos. So our rookies and cheapos are brought to you by Bonus Bank. Bonus Bank is Australia's number one match betting site. You can go to bonusbank.com.au and use the code Insight to get 25% off your first month of their premium subscription and start making tax-free and risk-free money today. Mm. Now, these rookies and cheapos, there's a few that we're going to miss, like your James Jordans and your Harmses and, and that sort of jazz, but that's because we've spoken about them in the Fords pod or yeah. they're, they're, we've spoken about them in, in a defensive-type role. But 
there are a few that I want to bring up here. So Henry Husswaite is at 180-ish K. We'll just have a look for his graphic down here, wherever he might be, 184K. Yep. In two games, yep. he scored six uh, – he averaged 66, sorry, mm-hmm. uh, 83 against Melbourne and then 49 against Fremantle. They're really raving about him at Hawthorne yep. and think that he's a big chance to start round one due to Will Day's injury. So it's a watch this space on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Roberts from Sydney, apparently training the absolute house down up there and he's best on ground, I guess you could say, for their preseason oh. or being the best on the track. Mm-hmm. Uh, his average score of 31 is a bit tainted because he was sub a lot of the time. Yep. But when he did get a real crack on the wing, as we can see, there's he stuck out of 93 and then 19 before he did his knee. So mm. uh, he came back later in the year, got a 34. But, yeah, if he can pump out those – well, he's not going to get 90s every week. But if he can get you your 70s, it's uh, it's going to be nice for a super coach. Did you he, have him last he's, year? Yeah, he, I had him at one point just sitting on my bench and then he never came back. So I was a bit spewing uh, about him. But the one thing that I worry about him now is just all the inclusions that Sydney now have, like Jordan, mm-hmm. like Taylor Adams, like Grundy and everything like that. There's a few that are going to go around. So I'm a little worried about if Roberts can get himself back into the team. He'd really, I know he has been training really, really well, but there's a difference between training and you know, the big horse, not you horse, horse Longmire, actually, mm-hmm. you know, selecting him for a game. So yep. I want to keep an eye on him though. Yeah. I've just brought up this graphic uh, for those of you at home. And this is uh, mm. Jeremy Sharp, 123K. Mm. He's been traded to Fremantle from the Gold Coast. And in 2021, he played nine games after starting the year in the twos and ended up averaging 65 for the year. But as we can see here, he pumped out 115. He was scoring consistently over 55, so 76, 79, 57, 115, 96, 71, 63, then a five. I reckon he pinged his ham in the last game. So um, he's in our side. Yep. And that's Absolutely. that's very much locked in for us. Yep. Uh, there is one, one other that I missed up here that uh, – where is he? Caleb Windsor, but we've spoken about him in the rookies pod and the Fords pod. Yes. Um, there is a big chance, and you've heard it here first in Insight Fantasy Sports, that Jack Billings may not be as a big a lock as mm-hmm. what we first thought for the senior side at Melbourne. This guy yep. is tearing it up and could be on the other wing to Ed Langdon. So Lockie Hunter mm-hmm. could even be in a spot of bother out there. Watch this space and please watch closely at their uh, intra-club games that are coming up and yes. also their preseason games. Which we will also like relay back to you guys. So make sure you watch yep. our, our future upcoming ones because, uh, yeah, we're going to have all the info for you. We're going in depth, all that stuff. But I really like that take on Sharp. Sharp was really good for the Suns. He's got a massive engine as well. Yep. Um, also, yeah. yeah. Also, what Ian just said as well Frio's game is very, very big and does allow a lot of space for that wing. Sharp can mm-hmm. really dominate. Uh, yep. with how fast he is and his engine. So yep. I think it's a no brainer. Yep, absolutely. Yep. Um, a few more there. Thoughts on Thompson Dow. Yep. Rate him, but awkwardly priced. I want to see practice matches first. Yes. Um, especially with the likes of Hopper. I know Presti is injured, but there's big raps on. Ian's brought it up. McAuliffe. Mm-hmm. They think this guy is going to be an absolute beast, and I would recommend highly that you bring him into your side and see how that shapes up. I'm really interested to see how Uze is going to do with his first uh, year of coaching the Tigs. Like, he had mm-hmm. 
um, like I don't think he really had a set, like a set set game style. Like you know that we see from like Hardwick when he was coaching BFL and everything like that. So mm-hmm. I'm interested to to see how Uze is going to go this year. Yeah, uh, I like that Josh Strange brought that up in the chat about Sanders. Um, I did overlook yep. him, but he's he's an absolute lock in your side, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. Very, very good footballer and will score really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there many other Absolutely. players that we haven't? Clay Hall, we brought him up before. Clay Hall, yes. Really nice player. Got a lot of the ball in the West Coast Inter-Club match. Watch this space closely on him. And also Georgie Stevens, pick number 58 that went to Geelong. He missed 2022 with an ACL, 2023, then came back and captained the All-Australian team. So to go from missing a whole season to captaining the Australian side, he's got to have some leadership qualities about him and must be a half-decent player. They really like his aggression. He's built like a bull. They like him inside there at Geelong and could be a sneaky chance for round one. Mm -hmm. Is there anyone we've missed, mate, before we uh, log her off for the night? Um, Sorry, I kind of phased out. Who were you just saying in that last one? Is that Stevens? Yes, it was. And we talked about Joy Clark. Don't know much about Joy Clark. Tell me about him. Sorry, I thought you had notes on him last year. He had um, out of Geelong. um, I've heard that he's just been, like, he's been training really, really well. They've been impressed with how well he um, is able to go. He only played a sub role last year, had a 13. So not super impressive or anything like that. It's just another one to watch just to see if he can break the team um, for the price that he's Mm -hmm. at because he can get a fair amount of the ball um, and he could translate that into a fair few scores. It's just another one to watch for um, preseason games. For sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, I think we've co- covered it all, ladies and gentlemen, but what we will do, I'll just bring it up on the screen there so you can see mm-hmm. uh, my midfield as it stands right now. Bontempelli, Butters, Walsh, Sarong, Steele, Nick Martin, McKercher, Sharp, Windsor, Riley Sanders, and Kane McAuliffe. Mm-hmm. Arms and Fife, I, I see that. Mm. Arms and Fife, one of them. pick one. Okay, I've got both. So we'll pick... <laughs> Five. For me, um, Fife's ceiling is way higher than Harms's. Harms still has to crack into the doggy side, and we know Harms is a bit more of a uh, a tagger kind of role where Fifey can be a bit more of a super coach yeah. stud. So I'll take the gamble on Fifey. Yep. Um, for those of you that missed our uh, plug early on yeah. with Inside Unlimited, Please jump in our Inside Unlimited group, NRL, AFL, NBA, NBL, and BBL. Uh, $25 to sign up for the year, and you will get all of our teams. You will get premium Q&A. You'll get all team lists. You'll get us every round, every game this year. And we've also got the Supercoach World Cup, NRL, AFL, NBL, and BBL. You will get a percentage score from each one of these Um competitions and then if you are the top scorer with all four combined you will win a trophy you will win a sum of money which we will release come round one of the season Mm -hmm. have you got anything more you'd like to add mate no mate just wanted to say a massive shout out for uh for our gorgeous people in our chat that come in and ask us questions and keep like you know keep us a bit more entertained as well as much as i love talking to you mick it's always nice seeing these chat, like yeah, these questions sure. coming in and for a little sure. bit of banter as well. We love our banter, so we're going to include yeah. you guys with it. You know, make Absolutely. sure you like, like and subscribe and come in and join us each time. Yep. We're more than happy. Have a beer with us. Yep. I don't know about so, you, um, but I'm still drinking. 
<laughs> yeah, I've got to get another one. Um, let's do team reveals next Thursday night. What do you reckon? Oh, okay. How about yeah. also team reveals? And I think we're, we're, we'll play a little game, all right? People have yep. seen your team, yep. but let's play a bit of a game. I'll have my team, but I'll blank a little bit out. All they got to do is tell me who the blanked out players are. And what do you reckon we give them, Mick? What would be a, a fair prize? I reckon if they nail, we'll blank out four players, five players. Okay. And if they can nail them, we'll send them a pack, thanks to the guys at the Standard Squeeze, worth $80. Ooh, you reckon that big? Damn. Let's, I was, okay. let's do it. I was going to start. So to, to enter this competition, ladies and gentlemen, jump in our Discord. We will have a channel going for Skiddy's team. We will blurt out mm-hmm. some positions. All you need to do is pick the players that he's got blurted out and you go in with a chance to win a prize thanks to the guys at the Standard Squeeze. Mm-hmm. But for tonight, please, before you log off, if you haven't already, please like, subscribe, mm-hmm. the little bell down there to notify you when we're coming on. But from now on, each Thursday night, 7.30 or 7 o'clock once the footy starts so then we can get teams, our players, our picks to you before the first bounce will be rolling at you each week. But for tonight, I'm the horse. This is the skid man. Ching, ching. And this has been another episode of the Insight Fantasy Sports Podcast team. See ya.